Well, good morning, everyone. Week 13 is almost over, but more so week 14 for many of us goes straight into the playoff. And so, Ted, good morning to you. Did your team make it to other playoffs? Uh, good morning. Um, I did pretty good. So in two leagues, I'm either going to be the one or the two seed pending tonight's game. Um, so that's pretty good. In a third league, I made the playoffs. And in fourth and fifth, I got knocked out. So I did okay. Three out of five, not too bad. So pending playoffs, which two player, which players are you watching in this game? So, um, oh, for me, it's J.K. Dobbins. I need Dobbins um, in for the Ravens to give me some points. Uh, but I'm pretty close. I think I only need like four, like four or five points. Actually, I'm playing your wife in one, so I think I need like oh, four or five right. points. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So if I get that, then I'll be all right. You know what? I was watching Charlene's thing yesterday, and she was behind by you by one point. And then she had Mostert on there. She had Samuel on there. She had Fred Warner. I said, I think she she actually has a good chance of beating him here. Yeah, she does. She does. And we'll see. It comes down to, to what happens tonight. But it's okay because if if she wins, I think I'm still the first seed. Oh yes, you um, still are. Yeah. So it should. But anyway, it'll it'll be interesting. Got it. Well, you know, one player that's carrying you a lot of times is Mr. Young Hoku continues <laughs> to be the leading scorer at the NFL. He's so good. Oh, man, that was the best. And, you know, I picked him up off the waiver. Someone dropped him. I picked him up, actually swapped out Justin Tucker because I was worried about Baltimore Ravens. And, man, he is awesome. If you've got young Hiku, like you can count on at least 10, 15, sometimes 20 points a week. Yeah. This guy is so good. I, I mean, I, I, I think I've told you this before. I once saw a little segment on him about how he practices the angles, which he kicks, everything like that. And, wow, he's really good at it. Yeah, there's a great YouTube video that apparently before he got his first tryout, he's famous for where he basically um, he, he flips a ball up with his feet and then and then gets it to stand up and then kicks it through for a field goal. You wow. Very, very good. And they say he's so key, especially on these kickoffs or anything like that, where he's able to hit it not straight up but right on the side of the ball so it bounces flat. I, I really like him a lot. Yeah, I'm glad he, he found that, you know, finally kind of settled in. It seems like Atlanta's sticking with him. So definitely a good pickup for fantasy. <laughs> well, speaking now, another fantasy player that really has been doing well for you, Wayne Gallman rushes for 135 yards against yeah, the Seahawks. Yeah. yeah, he has been. I, and I, that was good to see because um, I think Freeman came back, but then he can't, he was out for COVID. I yep. Think. Um, but so you have to watch that again a little bit. But yeah, Freeman at the past four or five weeks, he has been a solid hundred yard guy every week has really paid out. And that's, I think, the big thing going into week 14 for the playoffs, which teams do you need to place your bets with yeah. and which teams do you need to be worried about? And I think for me, you know, I've got Kyler Murray in a couple leagues and the Cardinals. I'm really worried about Murray and Hopkins. I think you have to start thinking. And in fact, this week I should have sat Murray for Jared Goff. Yeah. And so I think you have to be careful there. And then the other team is Seattle. I think you got to be worried about yeah. Seattle. So there's some teams you got to watch out for. Yep. 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 Totally. But Wayne Gallman, you know, look, if I was a New York Giants, I was sitting there, I would trade Saquon Barkley for a low first-round draft pick and start Wayne Goldman next year because you never know exactly how he's going to come back. He's a high-priced running back, so trade him. Wow, that's, you know, you're definitely the king of trades. But, I mean, Saquon Barkley, you know, I don't like him for fantasy because I don't think the Giants are any good. But as far as a talent-wise, that guy is phenomenal. I mean, it would yeah. be hard to trade that away. But you're right, you never know how he's going to come back from injury. 
correct. Hey, a couple of uh, news and notes that I want to look at week 13 games. Antonio Gibson, it's ruled out of week 13 with the toll injury. You head into the playoffs. Would you be tempted to start him or not start him for week 14? Uh, well, he's, he's coming back from injury, right? No, he actually went out yesterday's game. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. So, if yeah, he, yeah you, you can't. I mean, basically, you either have to have his backup, you know, as a secondary player. I mean, it's really disappointing to see because great win for Washington. And so, you know, I think you basically either got to try to pick up his backup or you're going to have to look elsewhere. Yeah. And plus with this one, one and done in the playoffs, depending on the severity, man, I will be hesitant starting him. Yeah, exactly. No, at this point. You got to throw out all, you know, of your where, where they were drafted, what team they play for. You just got to play people you are sure are going to play and that you're going to get points on. And, and you got to kind of swing for the fences. You know, you yeah. want those players who maybe yeah, though some guys, you know, it's like maybe five, six points. That's not who you want. You want the people who if they hit it big, they could go 10, 15, 20. Yeah. Jed, not only amazingly did the Pittsburgh Steelers lose. It's how well the Washington team is playing with Chase Young and Montez Sweat at the front of the line. Oh, yeah. Chase, um, yeah, the defensive line. Chase Young has been amazing. I, I, he's got to win the defensive rookie because he's been a phenomenal talent. Yeah. Nice win for Washington. Really kind of solidifies their lead in the NFC East. I think we all knew, you know, Pittsburgh, we knew was kind of a pretender. So that's another team you got to worry about. I've got Roethlisberger as my quarterback on one team. Um, but again, I think their offense, you know, they'll do better than the 17 points they yeah. put up. So I'm not too worried, but something to think about. Look, by week 14, James Connors, you're thinking he'll come back from COVID. Chase Claypool, you never know when he's going to hit a big. He's not hit a big for the last couple of weeks. Deontay Johnson continues to be very, very consistent. Uh, and Juju uh, Schuster got seven catches, but 28 yards. Just not very good. Yeah, you're really kind of touchdown dependent for each of the wide receivers now. You're hoping they catch a touchdown there. So it, it, it is getting to be a tough call with the Steelers wide receivers. Yeah. Um but, you know, sometimes you got to swing for the fences because Claypool, man, if he gets going, you know, he yeah. can rack up two, three touchdowns all of a sudden. Drew Brees remains without timetable to return. I I mean, he definitely is not. You're st not starting him in the playoffs. Todd Gurley currently dealing with a knee injury. You definitely would not be starting him as well, too. And also this Josh Jacobs probably will return or well, actually, uh, uh, John Gruden says not confident he'll return in week 14. Yeah, and I had Devontae Booker as backup um, in this week, and it was a little disappointed. He didn't really do all that well. So you're hoping that Jacobs can come back, but if he can't, you know, Booker is an option. Um, but again, you know, check the matchups. You know, I think that's really going to drive. If you're going into the second strings, you got to look at the matchups to make sure you feel comfortable. Yep. Here's some potential big news for you guys to monitor. Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore are placed on the COVID list. Christian McCaffrey returning in week 14. Robbie Anderson definitely is a must start if those guys don't play. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I had Curtis Samuel, so waiting on that. But Robbie Anderson, Robbie Anderson has been doing really good. And it's really good to hear McCaffrey coming back. If you've been waiting, I've got him on one team, just been waiting. Now's the time, you know, stick him in and let's see if he can carry us through the playoffs. Jalen Hurts throws a touchdown in interception. The quarterback controversy is officially on in Philadelphia, and they're going to dump Carson Wentz, and the Bears are going to uh, pick him up. 
<laughs> yeah, that's not a bad. But they were talking about how big his contract is and, you know, who's going to pick that up. So we'll see. But, you know, quarterback position is a really good one to be thinking about. You know, like I said, you've got to get your 10, 15, 20 points from your quarterback position. Jalen Hurts is interesting. I think he's a wild card. You know, we don't really know. He did throw a touchdown, um, but we'll have to see. But if you got to roll the dice, you know, someone to maybe consider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure if this actually helps at all. Greg Williams was fired by the Jets, Jed. And then more so, your sleeper darling, Marvin Hall, was cut and now picked up by the Browns. Yeah. I, you know, that there's a story there that we haven't heard because not sure why he got cut. His production wasn't that bad. Um, but the the um, Greg Williams, that one so deserved. If you watch the game, they the, the Raiders were at the – 30-some yard line with the last second chance, and he called a blitz. He called a seven-person blitz, which was ridiculous, which is what freed the Raiders to get the last. The last touchdown wasn't even a Hail Mary. It was just a long, yeah. long pass uh, against man-to-man -man coverage. I mean, a horrible call. I, I think the guy shouldn't work in the NFL again after that. You know who used to do the seven-man blitz? The 85 Bears. Yeah. yeah. All I mean, the time. Which, which is a fine – I mean, the blitz yeah. is fine, but not on the last play of the game when they're 50 yards away from the end zone. Yes. I mean, that was the absolute worst call you could make at that point. So Yep. You need a, to do a prevent defense at that point in time in order to bat that ball down. Yeah, exactly. It should only – I mean, you should only be rushing three. He, he rushed seven. So, I mean, just put him in a really bad position. And the Raiders capitalized. So, you know, hats off to them. Um, felt bad for the Jets, though. Thought they could get a win. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, let's take a quick look at some of the games, specifically yesterday's game, and then we'll preview Sunday's games. Yep. The Washington football team against the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, Chad? Alex Smith has stabilized the offense. Does he have great stats? Not really, but he has stabilized Logan Thomas, nine catches, 98 yards. Sims, five catches, 92 yards. McLaren didn't do anything, but uh, with Gibson gone, uh, Barber. Uh, dipped okay, 23 yards on 14 carries, but Alex Smith has stabilized offense. Yeah, he has. You know, um, good for Smith. You know, really happy for him. Um, more of a game manager type, just like he was in Kansas City. He's not having these huge games. I'm surprised that he hasn't really found McLaren. You know, the fact that uh, Logan Thomas has been the recipient is really interesting. Um, but great win for Washington. If you watch the game, um, you know, solid win against the Steelers. And, you know, they did benefit from a couple interesting things. Apparently, if you if you go and read that the last field goal they got before the halftime, apparently they weren't supposed to get the clock stoppage that helped them get that. So yeah. that was kind of an interesting twist. Yeah. Now, at the same time, you also know that Alex Smith is a dink and dunk player. And so Logan Thomas, if you have a terrible tight end, might be someone you need to start alongside Eric Ebron on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, Ebron did okay again um, for the Steelers. And again, I think this was, you know, I think this was more the Washington defense being really good as opposed to the Pittsburgh Steelers offense being really bad. So I'm not too worried about the Steelers for next week. I think you can still play your Steelers players. Um, but again, good win for Washington and Washington's D. And again, uh, if you if you have a pickup and you need a Washington, if you can get a Washington defense, might be someone to consider. Yeah. And Jared Allen going, uh, Josh Allen going to the Buffalo against San Francisco 49ers. Jed, I started 
Herbert over Allen. <laughs> I was I was just wondering that because man, the Chargers with the big zero that was yes. a huge disappointment. And Allen looked great. He was man, the guy was on fire. So yeah, you probably lost because of that. But I was sitting there thinking, you know what, Bill Belichick, rookie quarterback. Why didn't I think about that? Yeah, I was reading the stats on that. I don't know if you've seen those stats. He has a phenomenal record against rookie quarterbacks. I think it's something like I want to say it's like twenty-seven and two or something. Yep, yep, yeah. And then Cole Beasley, one hundred and thirty yards. Now Stefan Diggs at ninety-two yards, but Cole Beasley came out of nowhere. He got one hundred and thirty yards. Yeah, actually, if you've been watching, he has been slowly picking up steam. Um, you know, as kind of the he's the check down, he's the check off player. Um, and so it's been a good kind of safety valve for Josh Allen. So really, if, if he's out there um, and you're, you need some help, excellent pickup. Yeah. And another on the San Francisco side, Mostert didn't do anything for me, Jed. He yeah, had me too. I had him in a couple lineups and he didn't pay out. That was disappointing. Um, Reed did okay. So that wasn't a bad thing. Yep. He had a touchdown at the end there. Um, but yeah, really disappointed in Mostert. Um, tough game for 49ers though. Yeah. Hey, if, seriously, if you're looking for a tight end, there's a couple of them, especially in playoffs. You have Jordan Reed. You have Eric Ebron. Now you have Logan Thomas. You have Trey Burton out there. Those are four players for you to possibly pick up. Yeah, exactly. For example, I've got Mark Andrews in several leagues, and, you know, he just hasn't been producing. So that I'm looking at players like uh, Reed or Thomas to pick up over yeah. even, uh, even uh, Andrews. Debo Samuel, are you? He did well two games ago. Did okay yesterday. Would you start him in week fourteen? Yeah, I'm still. You know, I I still believe in the talent. Um, I was just looking. Who are the 49ers playing this on the fourteenth? Um, that oh, I don't. Oh, they're playing Washington. So they're playing Washington next week. Man, that's a tough matchup. Yeah. Again, we just saw the pass rush. Um, you know, oh, that's a really tough one, but I like Debo Samuels and his talent. Um, if you have other options, I think you got to consider it given what Washington just did to Pittsburgh. Um, so, but man, I like Debo Samuels. So. And on second, uh, secondary note with Washington, Ron Rivera has proven himself to be a great defensive mind. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that Washington team, the defense really has is what carried them. That's the one that saved them until they had time for Alex Smith to kind of get settled in, yeah. find his ground. Now they're really looking like they're hitting on all cylinders. He is what you want the Bears to be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're not going to lose with Alex Smith. He might not necessarily win the game, yes. you, but you're not going to lose with him. And yes. if the Bears just had that, we'd be in good shape. You would think with Nick Foles, with Allen Robinson, David Montgomery, and the South defense, they are the mirror of the Washington team. And with Ron Rivera, former Bear, but that's just not what's happening. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting you mentioned Montgomery. He had a really good game, you know, um, for the Bears, even though they had that terrible loss. And Montgomery is one that I was just thinking about for a keeper league. I, I might consider him as one of my keepers because he looked really good. And if the Bears can figure out the quarterback position, um, you know, Montgomery is going to be a centerpiece yep. of that offense. He has really emerged since he came back from injury. And you're seeing him break the tackles, which he did not do. But the Bears focusing on the run, especially with the quarterback struggling. Yeah, main thing is giving him the volume. You know, if he gets the carries, if he's at 20 carries a game, he's going to produce. You're going to get up to 100 yards, especially if you include his pass-catching abilities out of the backfield. Um, yeah. He's a really solid player. So for those who are uh, watching, if we look at the Detroit Lions game, they actually squeaked out a win over the Bears. Uh, Montgomery ran for 72 yards and caught 
for 39 yards. That's over 100 total yards. Yeah, exactly. 100 yards from scrimmage. I think that's what you can count on uh, from Montgomery now. You know, for the Lions, you know, a great win for the Bears. That fumble at the 10-yard line. Dravitsky, you know, the Bears are trying to run out the clock with two minutes to go. And instead of running the ball, they throw the ball. Three straight times, he fumbles on the third one, and now Detroit gets it and wins the game off of that. Just a horrible ending for the Bears. Chad, it's a great ending. <laughs> the, the more they're going to get a top 10 pick, I am looking forward to this. They're going to get rid of Ryan Pace. They're going to get rid of Matt, Matt Nagy, all of, all of those guys. Yeah, and, you know, it'll be interesting because Matt Stafford is probably gone. You know, I, I would not be – sad if the Bears made a run at Stafford. He looked great, um, you know, was able to find um, all of his receivers, even with Galladay out. The one disappointment was um, DeAndre Swift, you know, and um, really, um, they, um, uh, what's his name? Um, AD uh, was the focal point. Yep, 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 yep. So, man, Detroit, and you're hoping Kenny Galladay comes back for your team in time before playoffs this week. Yeah, exactly. Um, again, I was just looking at who's Detroit playing um, next week. You know, if Galladay can come back, um, they're playing the Packers. So that there should be some good offense there, the Packers versus the Lions. If Galladay's back, that's not a bad move at all. Yeah. New Orleans uh, beats the Atlanta Falcons 21-16 to on that one. Alvin Kamara did get 88 yards. Michael Thomas got 105 yards. Your favorite Murray, Latavius Murray, only got 17 yards rushing. Yeah, very disappointed. Murray kind of went against script. You know, I probably was chasing touchdowns there. You know, it's good to see Taysom Hill throw the ball. You know, good to see him get some touchdown passes in there and to um, focal point on Michael Thomas. But I think he can feel good. But hopefully Breeze is back because if Breeze comes back, then you can count on kind of your consistency with uh, yeah. Kamara and with Thomas. Hey, have you seen enough with Taysom Hill for you to say if Breeze retired, he will be the starting quarterback for Saints? I think, I think unfortunately, the Saints, um, they don't have a choice but to go with him now. They kind of made that decision by starting him, um, you know, this in that choice when Breeze went out. And personally, though, I, I still think there's a bit to be desired as far as his passing ability. Yeah. He doesn't look like the pure pocket quarterback that you need um i'm just not convinced he's got the arm yeah. strength but i'm just not convinced that he's the solution because if he plays a 16 game season defenses will figure him out and eventually if he can't run or anything like that he's limited his throwing yeah it kind of reminds me a little bit of kyler murray you know and murray i think right now is struggling defenses have figured out how to stop his running game which is now hurting the passing game. So it reminds me a little bit of that, but he's not the talent that Murray is. Yep. So I think that's worrisome. On the Atlanta game, Todd Gurley, we talked about. Calvin Ridley, 108 yards. Julio Jones, 94. They both got no touchdowns, but uh, Ku is probably your main guy of the game here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, Koo has become the, the main starter that you're looking for um, in Atlanta, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Hey, Indianapolis Colts beats the Texans 26-20, but your Derrick Henry really hurt you this week. Yeah, he didn't have a great game. You know, the Colts jumped out. Um, and, and, and did a good job, you know. Um, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Not yeah. Tennessee. I apologize. Yeah. We're, we're talking about Indianapolis against Houston. My bad. 
Yeah, the Texans. Yeah, so I was, I was curious. To say, yeah, the Colts had a really um, solid game. Naheem Hines, um, you know, came through there. I thought um, Philip Rivers, despite his injury, you know, is is really passing through. He he's they figured out that. They're focusing on the short passing game, which is, I think, really helped him out. Um, and so the Colts look solid. The Texans, I mean, decent output. Deshaun Watson still, um, you know, I think he had close to 20 points, so it was okay. Um, but hoping for a little bit of a bounce back. I think the big one there is um, Kuti. Kiki Kuti came out really as the second wide receiver for the Texans. We talked yeah. about him as a sleeper, and he really performed pretty well. I think you can yeah. look forward to him for the playoffs. Because you look at Cooks, he went out with a concussion, and they just started throwing the Kuti. Yeah, exactly. And so I think, you know, if you're looking for wide receiver help, I think Kuti and the other one is for me is Tim Patrick. I think those are the two guys for waivers that I would focus on at the wide receiver position. Or more so, the person, I, and that's why I messed up on the Titans and Texans, the guy that I was actually looking at as I was talking with you, T.Y. Hilton, 110 yards. Yeah, and that's his second good game yes. in a row. Um, you, you know, so you're right. He's kind of showing a resurgence here at the end. Yeah, not a bad decision to maybe pick him up. Um, I think he has two 100-yard games, so uh, it could be a good pickup. Last week against Tennessee, four catches, 81 yards, one touchdown. This week, Houston, eight catches, 110 yards, one touchdown. I might take a look at him if he's sitting there on the white waiver wires. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's a talent uh, for sure. And maybe it just took him a little bit to get going um, and Phillip Rivers to get kind of that rapport with him. Um, but he definitely has produced. I remember when uh, a couple weeks ago we were talking about Jonathan Taylor Bench him, start Naheem Hines. He now comes back with 91 yards. <laughs> yeah, well, if you looked at it, he had that one big game. Um, you know, he had a big, I think it was like a 30 or 40-yard pickup. Other than that, though, didn't look great. Um, you know, again, just a tough situation there trying to figure out which one to go with. Yep, yep. Hey, now, Los Angeles Ra Raiders 31 against the Jets, 28. It shouldn't have been this close. I don't know what they were doing. You know, if you look at the Jets, they they have been trying to win. The last two weeks, they've come really close um, and have kept – they beat the spread both weeks if you're a betting guy. Um, and so, you know, this one they should have won like we talked about. Um, they really blew it at the end. But nice win for the Raiders. Um, nice pickup for Derek Carr. Um, he had a decent game. And, again, Carr is available in a lot of leagues. Yeah. If you're looking for quarterback help, um, someone to maybe consider. Now, you know why the Jets didn't win, right? <laughs> why is that? Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah maybe you know um actually it's interesting there was this whole discussion about how greg williams's decision perhaps that is what leads to them getting trevor lawrence and so maybe in the long run it's actually a good thing for the jets look because jacksonville has one win all right it's yep. the trevor lawrence who ever loses the most games <laughs> and jacksonville sitting there i'm gonna try everything i can to lose this game yeah, you know, it does feel that way. So, um, but, you know, kudos to the Jets players. They're not giving up, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but, I mean, look at the L.A. Raiders. Now, Devontae Booker, right, if he does play game, 16 carries, 50 yards, didn't do very much. Your key person was Waller at over yeah. 200 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, Waller busted out. I mean, huge 200 yards. That might be the biggest tight end game this season. Um, but Waller should not be available anywhere. We've been talking about him for weeks. Um, he's a solid guy. If you're in a dynasty league, this is a guy you're holding on to. Um, but just enjoy the ride with him. All right, Ty Johnson with the New York Jets. 104 yards, one touchdown. 
Are you even looking at him, or is it the Jets? I'm not playing the Jets. <laughs> you know, like I said, they have been um, – they are trying. They are definitely putting up some points there. Um, you know, I think, again, you might just want to look at the matchups. Um, I'm just trying to see who are the Jets playing um, next week. Let's see. They're playing the Seahawks. So, man, yep, yep. defense, you know, I, I think that's a good play. I think I would th- – I can see the Jets beating the Seahawks and screwing up the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes because, man, the Seahawks – um, they have just not been playing well. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, next one, the surprising team, the Cleveland Browns beats the Tennessee Titans 41-35. I'm telling you, their offensive strategy of Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubbs, setting up the run, and then from that point on, passing a little bit really works. Hey, we called this game. If you guys were watching on Friday, we called this game. Um, this was one of the ones that the upsets that we got and man, we, we hit on, and you're right. I think Chubbs and Hunt are clearly the focal point, but this game was all about Baker Mayfield Four touchdown passes. The guy was on fire and he seems to do this every year where just when you think they're going to make a quarterback change, he busts out with a huge game statement win for them against the Titans. I think the Browns are for real. Yeah, but I keep thinking a lot of times that those running back really helps him out. It frees up the wide receivers for Baker Mayfield to do what he needs to do. Oh, for sure. I mean, Mayfield is definitely a play-action pass guy. That's his shtick, is to go off the play-action pass. That only works if you really have a true running game, which they do. And so, you know, any quarterback would love to have these guys in the backfield. They're playing the Ravens next week, so that's a really interesting yeah. matchup. Um, there could be some fireworks there. I, I, I would not be, I would not hesitate to start my Browns players. Yeah. And if you're looking for quarterback help, you could do worse than Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I, I really wrestle with Chubbs because of Hunt, but man, he continues to do well, even though Hunt still gets his carries. Yeah, no, and Hunt, because Hunt's usually the third down back getting the stuff out of the backfield, so there's definitely enough to go around. I think they're both, are they both um, over a thousand yards? Yeah. Yeah, I think they're both over a thousand, so there's enough to go around. Also, on the Tennessee side, one, Derrick Henry did not do well for you, but Corey Davis, he should be doing what... AJ Brown should have gotten 182 yards. That's what I need from that team. Yeah, yeah, that was a nice breakout for him. Um, you know, it was it was a disappointing game um, for um, Derrick Henry, but again, you aren't going away from Henry. Henry has been no. carrying you the whole season. Um, you got to play this guy. You know, I talked about. You know, there are some guys you don't want to play him just because you drafted him. But a guy like Derrick Henry, he could blow up for two touchdowns, three yep. touchdowns. Yep. You got to play him. All day. Yep. And same thing as A.J. Brown. Even though Corey Davis got you got to play A.J. Brown because he almost got that touchdown. Almost got that touchdown. Fumbled it right at the one-yard line. But he would have had a better day. Yeah, exactly. A.J. Brown, and again, a huge talent. A.J. Brown reminds me of D.K. Metcalf because they're both huge guys that are really fast. Yeah. And so, you know, A.J. Brown, I think you got to play him. But Corey Davis, hats off to him. You know, that was a good – that actually is what I I lost this weekend because I didn't play – because I played – Devonte Parker. You see, yep. I didn't know that Tua was starting until yeah, too late. yeah, yeah. Switched out Corey Davis for Devonte Parker, um, and that's what lost me. A couple yep. Of Speaking against the Miami Dolphins wins nineteen to seven. We all thought Fitzpatrick until Sunday morning when you were at church. You're sitting there. Oh my gosh, he's playing. And but at the same time, I was sitting there. Should I keep Kaseki? Should I play Font? 
and uh, no offense. And so I decided to start Gusecki, and he actually worked out well for me. Yeah, Gusecki had a great game, um, looked good, you know, and basically, but yeah, Devontae Parker has needs Fitzpatrick playing. And so if Tua is, the, you know, going forward, then I think Gusecki is probably the main recipient as far as the passing game that you can you can count on. Hey, Myos Gaskin came back. We are done with the whole Ahmed situation here, Jed, which I was had high hopes for. But Myos Gaskin seems to be doing well going forward. Yeah, I think you can play Gaskins as well. You know, they're going to need the run game with Tua back there. Um, you know, it's just disappointing because as far as fantasy goes, Fitzpatrick is what you want in there for fantasy. But, um, as for, you know, they got the win, so it's hard to argue with that. Playoff time on the Cincinnati game. Pretty much, you're not playing any Cincinnati player, but are you playing T. Higgins? Yeah, you know, T. Higgins, I, he was a disappointment this week. Um, you know, I think you got to lean away. I think probably for the playoffs, I'm sitting Higgins and, and looking elsewhere. The Bengals is just, the offense is just too weak at this point. Got it. Jacksonville Jaguars loses in overtime to the Minnesota Vikings, and it continues to be Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. And a sprinkle in. Uh, Kirk Gibson. I mean, uh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Thielen, you know, came back so uh, from COVID. And again, both he and Jefferson had the touchdown. But Justin Jefferson, you know, he beat um, Randy Moss's rookie record uh, in Minnesota, which is amazing because Randy Moss, phenomenal talent, Hall of Fame talent. So Justin Jefferson, you got to roll with him for sure. But Thielen did come back and had a great game as well. So enough to go around. And Kirk Cousins, I mean, the Vikings passing game has really come alive yeah. the past few games. Now, one person that you should not play, Dan Bailey, their field goal kicker. If you need a field goal kicker, do not pick up Dan Bailey. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Um, but also Dalvin Cook, obviously, um, still a focal point. Um, you know, got his points, so you can still stick with him. Basically, the Vikings, I think, are in a good position if you got Vikings players to play him. And same with Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, James Robinson, again, showing consistency here. Uh, talk about dynasty players. Robinson is a guy who's a lock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, one person who was not locked that was a lock at the beginning of the year, DJ Chark. Yeah, really disappointing, you know, um, the passing game there and Chark, you know. I, I have a feeling he's more hurt than we're realizing because if you look at his talent-wise, uh, he's got it there. And so I, I don't know what's been going on, but you're yeah. right. Probably someone you need to sit next week. LA Rams, 38, Arizona Cardinals, 28. We've been talking about it all, all morning. The Arizona Cardinals has really, really struggled. As a result, Hopkins continues to struggle. Chase Edmonds, uh, uh, what you call it, Kenyon Drake, all of those guys, Christian Kirk, all struggled. Yeah, you know, I, I'm really worried about the Cardinals. Um, Rams, obviously, a great defense, and so that's part of, you know, I think what was going on here. But the Cardinals have just not looked right the past couple weeks. Week 14, the Cardinals are playing the Giants. So that should be an opportunity for them to write the offense. And, you know, again, for example, for Kyler Murray, um, unless you've got a better option, I've got Jared Goff on the bench there. And so and Goff has been up and down but had a great game. So that's someone I would consider. But I think I might go back to Murray with them playing the Giants. So I think you can maybe count on some of your Cardinals and take take a roll of the dice. I mean, the talent is there, especially a Hopkins. You know, you feel like you can't sit Hopkins no. or Murray. Um, Drake and Chase Edmonds you're probably moving yeah. away from. Correct. On the Rams side, look, Cam Akers, I, may, I mean, I have him one team. I may start him for the playoffs here. 
Yeah, I mean, the Rams have really, the last two weeks, you know, they've come around. So um, I was just looking at, too, who are the Rams playing in week 14? Um, they're playing the Patriots. Ooh, that's a tough matchup. You know, the Patriots have really been figuring out how to win. The defense has been playing well. Um, that's a really tough matchup for the Rams and for Goff. You know, so, I, yeah, maybe maybe they'll lean on the running game a little bit more. But I'd be a little worried about Goff um, going up against Belichick. Yep, yep. New York Giants, 17. Seahawks, 12. The Giants, look, I, I, I think they're going to win the NFC East. The terrible NFC East, I think they're going to win. You know, it's, it's it'll be interesting. I mean, the Giants and then the Redskins, you know, we'll see who can pull it out. Um, but, you know, as we said, the Giants are playing the um, uh, the the Cardinals. So that's going to be an interesting – there could be some fireworks there. We'll see if uh, the Giants can keep up. I think I'm going to go with the Cardinals in that game, and, and I think they should have a, a higher scoring yeah. chance than the Giants. But you are starting Wayne Goldman. Definitely, right? Yes, yeah, for sure. I think Wayne Gallman is the one guy. I'm staying away from the passing game, but the running game, I think Wayne Gallman, you can count it. Although Freeman probably will be back for that game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you could still stick with him, though, because he's getting the goal line carries, um, and he's really proven, you know, with the volume that he can produce. So I think you can stick with him. And on the Seahawks side, guys, just keep starting DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Chris Carson. It's the playoffs. Start your best players. Yeah, you know, that's a so okay, so the Seahawks are playing the Jets. So that should be a good game for them to at least score some points. They may not win it, but they should at least score some points. So I agree with you. I'm still playing DK Metcalf, I'm playing Tyler Lockett and I'm playing uh, Russell Wilson. Yep, yep, and Chris Carson as well too. Yeah, Chris Carson is an interesting one. You know, he didn't have a great game last week too. Um I've got him. I'm probably willing to play him in my flex. I don't know that I would start him as a main running back. Yeah. Um you just got to see what your options are. Now, is he still your dynasty player? Are you keeping him for next year? Oh, that's a tough one. You know, um I really I really want to, but the running back position, I feel like it's it's so um hit or miss. And so I probably I might move on from him actually. Really interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be able to pick him up next year off the draft. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles loses 16 to the Green Bay Packers, 30. We all know about Aaron Rodgers. We all know about Devontae Adams. That story is Carson Wentz, will he be starting next week, or will we see more Jalen Hurts? Yeah, I'm hoping they'll let Hurts play. You know, I'm a Sooner fan when he was in Oklahoma. I'm hoping we can see a couple games, see what we've got out of Hurts. Um, you know, fantasy-wise, it's an interesting roll of the dice. I probably wouldn't play Hurts. Um, I probably would look elsewhere, you know, just give him some time to get his sea legs under yeah. him. Um, one person I'll mention is Jalen Rieger. You know, he had the uh, kick return for a touchdown. Yes. Showing his uh, talent there. You know, he, he's not a bad person to look at. Um, I think even with Hurts in there, he's going to have to focus on someone. I don't know why they keep playing Alshon Jeffries. Alshon Jeffries is over the hill. He's done. Um, but Rieger is someone you can look at if you need some wide receiver help. But with that, Miles Sanders, 10 carries, 31 yards. Playoff time. Are you starting Miles Sanders? Oh, yeah, you know, really disappointing. He's been he's such a talent. Um, you know, who's Philadelphia playing next week? Let's look at that. Um, I, I would say that Sanders probably they're playing the Saints. Oh, it's a tough one. You know, Sanders is such a talent. Um, 
I think I might still stick with Sanders and really in the playoffs. He's such a talent, man. The guy's got so much. Um, you know, he can catch out of the backfield. He's like a Camara. He's like a mini Alvin Camara. Um, so that's a tough one. Man, I'd be so tempted to sit him this week because you don't know who's starting. And even when uh, Carson Wentz was starting, he wasn't doing well. Yeah, that's true. You know, the offense is in in, in disarray. So I, you know, if you've got a good option, I think you can go ahead and sit him. But you know, at this point, if you don't have a better option, I mean, you got to go with the talent. Got it. Hey, two more games, and we got to wrap up here. New England Patriots against LA Chargers, forty-five to zero. We were just talking about it. What happened? Herbert, Eckler, Keenan Allen, nothing. Yeah, this was a Belichick special. You know, he just figured out exactly what to do to mess Herbert up. I mean, that was really an impressive defensive performance. I mean, we haven't seen a whole lot of shutouts this season. So to get a shutout against this high-powered offense, that was pretty, pretty impressive uh, for the Patriots. I was going to say, man, Chad, look at the great game that Cam Newton had. No, no, he did not have a good game. 69 yards throwing and a 48 yards uh, running. That was a terrible game from Cam Newton. Well, but he got a couple touchdowns, though. So he, as far as fantasy, yeah. points, he, he yeah, did yeah. okay. So as far as fantasy, I think you did okay, but you're right. I mean, Newton is is a he's just a wild card. You don't know yeah. what you're gonna get out of him at the quarterback position. Um, but this was really a defensive game. I mean, they put the clamps on the Chargers. I expect the Chargers to bounce back though. So if you've got a Justin Herbert, if you've been playing Herbert, um, again, I'm looking forward to Week 14 seeing who are the Chargers playing. They're playing the Falcons. There should be some points to be had there. I'm sticking with um Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen. I would yeah. not move away from correct hey now at the same time the big question i have to ask herbert or josh allen i mean i'm still back in that same debate every single week yeah that's a tough one and you know and allen is playing the steelers um you know i think boy you know just given the run part that allen brings i feel like it's a little safer bet um but man justin herbert has been looking really good yeah yeah and then you have to sit there especially coming off that loss with the pittsburgh steelers they're gonna be full force to make a statement yeah exactly i would expect the steelers to come out but it could be high scoring which you know then yeah. is something you want to get a piece of yeah hey well cam newton going back you said he didn't have three touchdowns but do you really want to depend on someone who is so td dependent in the quarterback yeah, I mean, the thing is, is I always like quarterbacks with the rush game because it's kind of like a protection against their bad passing game. Um, you know, again, touchdown, I mean, um, matchup dependent. I think you got to just see, you know, I was looking forward, who are the Patriots playing here? Um, the Patriots are playing the Rams. So, you know what? I'm not playing Cam Newton. They're playing up against yeah. the Rams defense. I, you're right. I'm not going to play him. Yeah. Denver, last one, uh, loses to K Kansas City. And so, look, Tyreek Hill had a great game. Travis Kelsey this time had the 136 yards. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire did not play on the KC side. And on the receiving side, Melvin Gordon had 131 yards and Tim Patrick had two touchdowns. Yeah, Tim Patrick is – I mean, the Broncos played a great game. Even though they lost, they had a chance to win, um, and they played tough against Kansas City. This was really an impressive showing for Drew Locke, um, you know, played well for the Broncos. Basically, if you're looking for wide receiver help, you could do a lot worse than Tim Patrick. He looked great. If you yeah. saw some of the catches he had, phenomenal. So I think he's a he's a number one waiver wire pickup uh, for next week, and you could play him. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I got run on you, Jed. Thank you so much. And we'll, there's a game tonight. We're going to take a break. Then there's a game Thursday night. 
it should be a fun week of NFL football. Yeah, good luck to everyone in your uh, playoffs. All right, talk soon, everyone.